when you have the the woo woo come together with the moolah, oftentimes they're in two polar camps, mm. and that creates a lot of dysfunction and dissonance and heartache and chaos and confusion in the brain because we know that they should come together. How are you? I am so glad that you're here with me today. Well, my guest Siobhan had a business mindset from a very early age, as well as being very in tune with the energy within her as well as around her. Uh, She went on to get into sales and marketing, but she ended up going through a major, major life-altering situation that shifted her approach And she started to see things from a different perspective when it came to business and just success in her life and how she wanted to provide this for others by integrating uh, the energetic aspect and connecting the energy of the body with the energy of business and not just for people who are focusing on their business or entrepreneurship, but just that business in life and success in life. And it's, it's really, really cool. And so I'm really excited to share this message with you today. All right, so today I have with me an amazing guest. Her name is Siobhan Moran, and she is a business advisor, master coach, energy thought leader, and the founder of Energetic Solutions. Having worked with over 15,000 entrepreneurs, Siobhan has been able to combine her corporate experience, rapid growth expertise, and her unique approach using energetic techniques and principles to help innovate small businesses into big conglomerates. Welcome, Siobhan. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit more and share your story with others. Um, so let's go back to the beginning. What was your upbringing like? So who is Siobhan as a child and adolescent? Um, let's see. <clears throat> I would say thrown outside and said, don't come back till the, till the, the, the lights come on. And, um, you know, really kind of just figure it out. It was really a lot of figure it out. It was, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was really just figure it out, but it wasn't a bad figure it out. I mean, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that my parents were there. They were there. They just, I, they just had a, they had a really interesting way that I, we got to reflect on later of, um, of kind of like explore. And that wasn't a word that they used, but it was explore and figure it out and, and things will occur for you. And I think, um, I think it was really smart of them <laughs> because it, it got me to figure things out pretty introverted. Uh, one of the first memories I have is seeing something kind of foretelling something and seeing energy things and talking to my mom about it. And she told me never to speak about that with anybody again. And, um, you know, okay. So I didn't, (laughs) so, uh, I was always just trying to figure out what humans were doing and why they didn't, why they said one thing, their energy said another, and then they did another and none of those ever really matched. And so I was always looking to put those uh, put those nuts and bolts together. And so I just studied humans a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and you and I are very similar, very, very similar upbringing and path and 
curiosities. That's fascinating. <laughs> um, all right. So now moving into like your earlier career path, uh, give an explanation of what you used to do before getting into what you do now. I think, I think it's also important to say that my first business was at 11 and I wanted a sweater that my parents said they weren't going to buy me, but if I could figure out how to get it on my own, that I could have it. Mm -hmm. And um, I was kind of diving into that story recently for one of our blog posts. And I don't think I've ever really told the details of it. I was, I remember out being out in the front lawn and just doing lots of cartwheels and looking around and looking around and noticing this great big lawn, you know, a couple of four houses down this other way and thinking, huh, I think I should just go and talk to them. And I think maybe I asked my mom or dad and I went and talked to this woman who apparently nobody had been doing her lawn uh, for a couple of weeks. And so I took my, she agreed. I took my lawnmower down there, got paid really well. And then I started a lawn mowing route and I started a snow shoveling route. And so that was my first business and I made good bank on it <laughs> for sure. Um, and, uh, and then my, my second business was at 15 when I was, um, you know, I sold the other one for a t-shirt, not a good sale, but I sold it for a t-shirt to my brother and, um, uh, and he grew it, he grew it a lot. And, uh, then my second one was delivering stuff on my bike. And so that was pretty cool. And in between all of that, my mom put me into computer coding school. And so I was a coder when I was a teenager. And then this weird, weird, and I still can't figure out why somebody would do this. This weird thing happened that was pretty profoundly cool. And this guy hired me for his, like his operations team to head up his operations. I was like 16 years old. I mean, and he had a whole bunch of, what was it? Franchises of Arby's. Oh, okay. Okay. And wow. I did that for several months and it was because I was a computer coder that it was, I guess that that was, you know, that was a really cool thing. And wow. I did that for several months and I thought I'm 16. I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> okay. And so um, I think that's really important to say that that really launched me into understanding that you can create something from nothing and that I really wanted to do something like that. I just didn't know exactly what that was. Um, coding was cool. I was extremely good at it, but I thought everybody looked sick and dead. Oh. And um, I decided I needed to get into sales and marketing because that's probably the only way women are going to really, this is what I chose because I thought women it was the only way women could really make their own mark and, and do what they needed to do and what they wanted to do with ease. Mm -hmm. And so I studied sales and marketing when I was in college. And so I moved into, I moved to California and found this company that had a um, small group of people, tiny group of people. It was one of 12 and they had this uh, computer accessory thing and we grew that, the 12 of us grew that to being sold by, uh, being bought by Rubbermaid. And um, it took a couple of years, but it, it was, it got me to use everything. And after that was sold and I stayed with them for, I don't know, 18 months. 
And I thought, I want more of those. I want more of those. That makes sense to me. That makes sense that I can use all of my skills Hmm. and, you know, learn a lot of things too. And so um, it was, that was the first thing. And that, that was one of the first companies I helped, you know, grow and, and get built and out there. And then it started a cascade of several more after that. So what, what is this uh, energy and, and passion behind sales and marketing that you love? Like, what is it about it? Um, I think because if you can tell people the truth and be kind about it and love what you do, that you can help people's lives change a lot. And um, people always have asked me, you know, even when I was in high school, people would put me into kind of corner me, sit me in a corner on accident. I would be end up, end up sitting in a corner and a whole bunch of people would be asking me questions of what about this? And what do you think about that? And how can I solve this? And how can I solve that? And, you know, I'm a teenager and I'm just solving all kinds of people's problems. Mm. Wow. And so I'd always understood the thing with energy that it just didn't match. I just didn't know that other people didn't understand it. And so it was just innate to me. It was just who I was and how I was. And I would stay away from situations that were, uh, they didn't seem right. That's what I used to keep saying is, oh, that just doesn't seem right. I'm just not, no, I'm not going to do that. And, and it was because of the energy thing. And so as I applied that to helping the first business get, uh, grow, and and get into all the cool things that they did and then the second one was you know more sales and marketing and and it really became obvious that um the energy thing was something nobody talked about so i just kept it to myself until i got sick and then i got misdiagnosed and i nearly died from blood poisoning and i thought i had to reverse engineer this whole thing of what had happened is okay i was i'm good at building companies i'm good at helping people solve big problems i'm good at connecting dots why is that that nobody else is doing this mm-hmm. and so i started applying what i was doing to help businesses get built and i started applying those principles to myself and to healing myself and i realized oh there's something really unique here that just isn't the the typical stuff of Western medicine. So yeah. that's kind of how it all came together. Okay. Yeah. We need to explore that a little bit more. Um, so it sounds to me like you've always been very in tune with your intuition and that you listen and trust your intuition and knowing when something doesn't seem right. And well, always, always is a dangerous word. So, you know, that that, that implies that I didn't make a mistake and I made a lot of mistakes, but I'm very good at, and I'm not going to say intuition because it's not really intuition. It's really seeing the energy, seeing, hearing, feeling, sensing, you know, all of those six senses or seven, I guess. And, um, and that's not really an intuitive thing. It's just an ism. It's just Mm. a thing that is, at least for me. Okay. And so I, you know, imagine that you can see, you know, like look at the Marvel characters, the Marvel universe characters, Mm -hmm. and they talk about, you know, uh, being able to see through things and, Oh, what's that guy, Dr. Strange. 
Um, my clients are always said, Oh yeah, you're like the doc, the female doctor strange that you can do all this weird, cool crap and see things. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks. Okay. I didn't know what they meant. <clears throat> I didn't know what they meant until they said, uh, until they, until I saw the movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can see that. All right. That makes sense. Okay. So we're going to tie in because you started to kind of delve into your story of how you got to where you are now and what you're doing now. So um, can you share a little bit more about this experience that you had that was kind of like life altering for you? The one where I I got sick and, and yeah. nearly died? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I've had a lot of, uh, a lot of life altering experiences. Uh, that one is pretty seminal because it really, it kind of leads to where and what I've been doing. So I was helping this pharmaceutical company grow. I came in and there were two or three, I think there were three of us. And they had a really good principle with nutritional medicine. And uh, I loved it. When I, when I, when I choose it to do something, I choose it with my full heart, full heart and being. And I was traveling and, you know, helping it grow and, you know, doing all these wonderful deals, et cetera. Um, but the thing that occurred was I wasn't doing things that were going to nourish my body. So my body said, okay, well, we're going to do this one thing. And so I actually ended up tearing my colon when I was away on a trip. Wow. And I got misdiagnosed because they said it was I don't know, something like a hemorrhoid or something. And I walked around, I thought, no, there's something wrong. So fortunately, I decided, well, I know enough because I'm building a pharma company that you don't believe what they say. (laughs) So I decided to go find a specialist. I decided a specialist was the only person that was going to be able to help me. And fortunately I found this one specialist and he was willing to listen to me and said, "Uh, yeah, I get that you won't take any medication. I get that. I understand that you're building your, you're in pharma, but you don't want to take drugs. I get that. I will help you. And we'll solve this. And it was great. But at the end of the day, I needed surgery. Oh. And, and uh, we did a lot of things and still needed surgery. And so surgery was great. Everything was back. I was on, you know, working fine. And uh, traveling 48 hours later on a plane, I think I went to Puerto Rico or something for a deal. And next thing you know, my blood got poisoned because not surprising given that type of surgery that, you know, it's in the place where the body's waste goes through. And so that can poison the system. And I walked around like that for seven months and it was, you know, down my leg. I thought it was fairly normal. I thought that was the body's healing process. And that's when I ended up in the ER and they said, Oh yeah, if we don't do something about this right now, you will die in a few hours. And I said, okay, I I will take your rejection. I get it, but I'm going to go home. (laughs) and I'm going to go home and they say, Oh no, people stay. Oh no, I'm going home. People die here. I'm not doing that. And uh, I don't have a, I didn't have a whole lot of basis for that, but um, I really decided that if I could build businesses, I could heal my body. So Mm -hmm. that's where it all started. Oh, wow. Okay. And so you found a way out of that because you also stepped away from like making sure that you weren't, um, uh, allowing your body to be succumbed to pharmaceuticals and you were in a very, um, 
life saving, like life or death situation though, you came out of that though, and something kind of shifted for you? Everything shifted. I mean, you know, when you have a near death experience and, and you're laying on the emergency room table and given a few hours to live. And I remember thinking, well, my husband didn't leave me, you know, leave the planet. So I could just go and leave too. This doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So it was really, okay, what are you going to do? And so that's when I went home and, you know, started thinking about how to heal my own body. Okay. Okay. And then with that being said, how did that get you from that point to where you are now and what you are doing now for other people? Oh gosh, long story. Um, that's, uh, uh, so I went to, I went back after a couple months and, uh, got that whole situation situated with the, with the pharmaceutical company. And then they ended up getting sold. And I decided that this energy thing, this healing thing that I had done for myself needed to go out into the world. So I started a healing clinic one free healing clinic and then two free healing clinics and the three free healing clinics and the four free healing clinics. And people just kept, kept, kept coming and ended up on TV and radio and all kinds of news, all kinds of things. Cause it was way before it was cool. And what was and this, this energy uh, work that you were providing? Energy healing. Energy. energy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, this exactly. is something yeah. that you kind of discovered on your own and then started to give it to other people for free. Uh, I'm a scientist, so <laughs> I really wanted to see if it was possible that other people would benefit from the same thing that I used on myself. Yeah. And so I put a flyer out, a whole bunch of people showed up and I thought, huh, okay, let's try this. And everybody said it was amazing and kept coming back. And that's how we ended up growing it to four four clinics and you know we'd have 20 to 50 to 150 people come every time a lot Uh and um so that was kind of the genesis of it I tried to hide from all of the tried to kind of hunger down so none of the people who used to uh, call me to hire me would uh, would find me and about a year and a half into that what occurred in that year and a half was those four healing clinics. I taught it to colleges. I taught at um, a university. I taught at, you know, um, uh, Boeing and Hyundai and, uh, you know, big corporations. And people just had me come in and teach them how to de-stressify themselves uh, using these tools although I didn't call it energy healing because that was too weird. Right. <laughs> so now it's pretty accepted. But um, uh, in that year and a half, I was just teaching it everywhere, as many places as, you know, somebody would call me and I would say yes, and I would go and teach that somewhere. And then a friend of mine called who I'd always wanted to work for, and he said, hey, Siobhan, um, I have this opportunity. It's really, you know, only you can do it. Only you can do your special sales skill thing. And, you know, I was just like, no, Philip, I'm not doing that. I'm out of it. He said, that's why I've been, that's why I haven't been able to find you. I said, yes, that's exactly why I haven't been able to find me. <laughs> I'm doing this other thing. And he, and he said, you know, is that, is it that thing that you were doing on me when, when we met last night? Yeah, it's that thing. 
And he said, oh, that's really cool. But I want to give you this opportunity. I want, I really want you to come work for me. And he said all these things. And I said, huh, I don't know. It sounds kind of cool. Actually sounds really cool. It was kind of a disruptive thing for the pharma industry. Hmm. And I said, all right, well, you know, let me think about it. And he said, here's the deal. Just give me the deal that you want. And, and we'll see. And I thought, well, I'm going to make it ludicrous. I'm going to make it so ridiculous. He's going to say no. Uh, you know, I didn't have to go on a plane and travel anytime. I didn't have to visit any meetings. I didn't have to. It was just kind of like, I don't have to do anything. I don't feel like. Kind of thing. Yeah. And he said, yes. And he said, yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, now I'm going to do this. So I actually did both. So I had, I helped him in his project. And then, uh, and then I continued doing what I was doing and, and growing that and ended up in five states and uh, teaching that in five states and a couple international places. And um, yeah, so I stayed that with that for a while. And then that company ended up getting bought by UPS and became UPS Home Delivery. Oh, okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> so kind of fun. <laughs> um, okay, so then your your business is called Energetic Solutions. So let's let's kind of describe a little bit like what this all entails, what are you providing um, for your clients? It seems yeah, like there's so a few different things that you do. There are, but it's it's essentially the same thing. So everybody has a body and everybody who has a business has a business. So they have actually two energies and two, two separate kind of uh, entities, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, a business energy is slightly different than the body. And if you learn how to utilize that and help it grow and expand without breaking the human that owns it, because uh, most people break themselves. Uh, I was an example. Um, uh, they get disrupted around money. They get distorted around growth and money. They get distorted around productivity. They get really distorted in all of these areas. And so I have a process that I take people through of getting out of any chaos in their body, their mind, their energy, their business, uh, their psychology, the um, team in their business, etc. And so I take them through that process to uh, harmonize that energy, to help them harmonize that energy so that the business can grow in a faster way without so much up and down. Because most businesses go up and then they go down and then they go up and then they go down and it goes on and on and on. And so I teach people through these processes how to have it go into an upward trending flow and result. Okay. Fantastic. And so I noticed earlier you were talking about how you don't, well, it, it's more supported to use the word energy now, but how do you introduce that um, to your clients who might be a little bit hesitant about the E word? Um, like how, how do you get one to kind of accept and, and um, use that, like utilize and, and optimize that, that energy within themselves? Um, how do you, how do you provide that for them? What's, how do you convey that? So before there were a lot of yoga classes, it was a very complicated thing to do. And effectively, I never told anybody it was energy. Mm-hmm. I just said, you want to feel better and you want better results. Yes. Okay, great. I can get you to feel better and I can help you get better results. End of story. Do you care what I do? And nobody cared what I did. 
Mm, and okay. it would they would always feel better and they would always get better results. Mm. And the truth of the matter is, it's never about the words you use. It's always about who you are being. Mm. And because I know from my heart and my essence, I've been doing this since I was a child, since I was little. So this, this is just who this is who I am. This is how I am. And if somebody doesn't want me to utilize energy, then they're not my right client. Okay. I mean, I obviously it's it's um, people are drawn to this because they have something that nobody else can fill that can bridge the business with the woo. I call it the woo law, the woo woo, and the moolah, the woo law. Okay, and so. When you have the the woo woo come together with the moolah, oftentimes they're in two polar camps, mm. and that creates a lot of dysfunction and dissonance and heartache and chaos and confusion in the brain. Because we know that they should come together. There isn't another out there like me who's bringing those together, who has the business background of building businesses and helping them get sold, like I do. Wow. That's incredible. Thank you again for being here today and tuning into the Healing Compass podcast. I hope you're finding this episode valuable in some way. If I can reach just one person, my purpose is fulfilled. While I'm not a mental health expert, I am working toward a PhD in biopsychology and neuroscience, and my goal is to bring on others to support my cause. To keep informed and to help support me in return, please subscribe to my podcast and you will be notified of newly released episodes. And I encourage you to share my podcast with others and let them know how it has impacted your life. Also, I don't know about you, but I'm not fond of listening to podcasts with so many sponsored advertisements. I want to avoid becoming one of these podcasts. And so with your support, I can continue bringing you insightful messages and helpful resources for well-being, especially if you are able to donate today. Even if it's just $1, anything can be a thoughtful contribution to keep me going. Just visit my link tree, which is at Healing With Sway. The link is found in the description of this episode and the podcast. And then just click on donate. My link tree also has links to some very helpful resources as well as scientific sources on various therapies, mental health, and human biology neuroscience mentioned in my episodes and beyond. I have prioritized links to crisis lines and websites at the top of my page, so please don't be afraid to reach out if you need help. I want to remind you that most of my guests, whether they work in the San Diego or beyond, allow me to include their information in the episode descriptions so that you may look into them further. Also, be sure to visit my website, healingwithsway.com, for the services I offer and upcoming events that I host both virtually and in the San Diego area. Lastly, I want to hear from you. If you have a question to submit, have a topic suggestion, or would like to be a guest on my podcast, please reach out to me via email. It's healingwithsway, all one word, healingwithsway at outlook.com. All right, let's get back to today's message. I remember watching your little documentary thing, and I really liked what someone said that it's not a prescribed program that you will offer. It's your program that you guide others by finding out who they are and be able to help them in that way. 
and that it's not like you are doing the work for them. They're doing the work. You're just simply kind of guiding them, right? Yeah. I'm showing them the tools to use so they don't become too dependent upon me so that what can happen is they become independent of me so that they can do the work on their own and achieve more and more results on their own so that we can actually take anything that is um, older and hasn't been dealt with and we can deal with those things preemptively and help the business grow from cleaning those things up too. Fantastic. Now, do you work just with businesses and entrepreneurs or do you work with individuals as well? I work with some, a few individuals, but generally what happened is um, when I had the clinics and people were coming to me to work on their health, they'd always say to me, did you know that I make more money since I've been working with you? And after quite a number of people who said that to me, I thought, I wonder why that is because they've had other people do stuff for them. And I got to thinking, oh, it's my business background. It's all of that business stuff that comes together and sets a tone and an energy so that what can happen is the person can flourish. Mm-hmm. Could be an individual. I have a couple of people who are, you know, who aren't, who don't have their own businesses. Um, but effectively, I say, if you have a bank account, you have a business. So yeah. it's kind of really true. If you have a bank account, even if you have a job, you sort of do still have a business. Mm-hmm. You're then the business of you. That's true. That is really true. And, and, you know, it really like makes sense that you're trying to help somebody get unstuck and stay unstuck. Um, and I think everything should be that way, like in mental health, physical health, um, energy wise, spirituality is that we are giving them the resources up front so that they can become independent and be able to utilize those resources um, from there on out. And that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's wonderful. The, um, the, the, how you've linked everything together in your life from, you know, really being aware of this energy when you were younger, the business mindset that you have, the entrepreneurship, um, the leader, and then, you know, discovering how to, how to provide this energy for, um, healing and motivating uh, certain aspects in one's life. And uh, I really like that you're giving that example of, you know, we have two different kind of like personalities or sides of us. We've got the body that the body um, aspect, and then we have the business aspect. And I can see how they can not align because I've been there myself. And when they're not aligning, I do feel stuck. And I'm like, well, what do I do now? What do I need to do? And I have to find a way to bridge that gap and align it myself. And so I completely understand and I commend you for the work that you're providing for people so that they can flourish. And I think that's wonderful. I think um, being able to share something that has helped you pull out of your stuckness um, can really benefit others. So thank you for sharing that with people. So um What do you feel is a great takeaway message uh, for the listener today? What do you want to convey to them today? I think something that's really that we don't pay attention to, particularly now that there are more people who have side hustles or, you know, they're in their own thing or they even just want to expand in their own life um, is our body is always connected to our money always 
And it's amazing. I've tried to unconnect those and tried to prove this. Like it doesn't, it doesn't really correlate. And, you know, somebody challenged me. I was speaking on some stage somewhere and I always invite questions because I always want to hear somebody's perspective. And I can have, if I can have one person's perspective shift, then I've done my work. Mm -hmm. And so the thing that they challenged me with is the woman said, oh, you know, I inherited a lot of money, so I've never had to worry about money in my life. And I said, okay, so cool. That's really cool. And so tell me about your life. So tell me about your health. Tell me about your relationships. And, and I said, so interesting. Everything you just told me actually is indicative of having money and ha you have a money problem inside your life in a bigger way. It just doesn't look the same way as everybody else. And so everybody has a money problem of some sort and money and energy. We've heard, you know, now, now that I've been doing this long enough, everybody says it, uh, is the, you know, money and energy are the same. And it's like, oh, that's true. But if we really learn how energy works, that's why my stuff works so well. Mm -hmm. If we learn how energy works, what we learn is energy and money actually do go hand in hand. And if we fix our energy, we actually are starting to fix our money issues mm -hmm. every time, every time. And so I think that's a big takeaway. If you have a health challenge, you have a money problem. If you have a health challenge, you have a money problem. If you have a relationship challenge, you have a money problem. It is always indicative in the health and the relationships every time. Interesting. God, I want to know more. That sounds very <laughs> interesting. And I definitely uh, would like people to, to visit your website and uh, check you out and um, see if um, that's something that, that would be uh, useful in their life and um, whether they have a business or not. So I really encourage people to, uh, to visit your website. Um, okay. I think there's something, is there something, I think there's something that you said earlier that maybe I can oh. help your, your listeners with. You said, I have a lot of things going on and I want to, I want to talk about that real quick. Hmm. Um, that I think is useful uh, for you or anybody listening is, hmm. Yes, I have audios. I've tried to retire those. I've tried to retire those. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, but I have audios because they're not just meditations. They're actual journeys so people can get out of themselves and solve a problem. So although I've tried to retire them, you know, people still want them and use them and need them. Cool. I've written 17 books. That's pretty cool. Now, it's not like I tried to do any of these things. I think it's really important but I didn't have this grand vision. I didn't try. I wasn't, you know, I, I couldn't have ever said I was going to be here where I am. Wow. I think it's really important that it's just, I'm here to make sure that I help one person wake up. And if one turns to many, that's great. Mm -hmm. And um, each of the tools or articles or videos, it's really just if that one person's life gets shifted, I know that it can make this giant ripple and really make a dent in a difference in people's lives in a way that maybe they haven't felt or experienced. And it doesn't have to be about me ever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I thought that would be useful is saying, yes, I do have a lot of things, but those are support mechanisms for somebody who wants to just step small and, you know, get a little taste a lot of people disagree with me. That's okay. I'm cool. Um, you don't have to agree with me. You just have to want your life to be better. That's all that matters is you just have to want your life to be better. And that was one of the phrases that I think um, 
helped bridge a lot of people saying they don't care what I did. They just cared that their their situation got better. They didn't care that I used energy. Mm -hmm. It was just like, if you want to have a possibility of things getting better, yep, I can help you. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I thought it would help. Yeah, no, that does help. That does uh, explain some stuff. So would you say that uh, in the tools and resources that you provide, is it, um, instead of using the word energy, is it kind of like a perspective shift? Do you kind of help them see things from a different perspective when it comes to money or business or relationships or whatnot? Yes. And so the idea of energy is infused in everything that I've written or I talk about. And it, if somebody has a new understanding, and I always say I teach the highest in the room. If somebody doesn't understand me, good, because I'm actually teaching a little bit over their head. Mm -hmm. um, and it actually helps you expand and grow in a way that can um, get you to awaken something new inside of yourself. And it doesn't, most systems or most healing type modalities actually tend to break things and create catharsis. I don't want that for somebody. I want that to be ease and upward trending and flow and upward trending and, and ease and shift and upward trending. And so it's like, oh yeah, check that out. And then check another and then check another. And some epiphanies will start to happen. And things will start unlocking for people as they just take a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. Mm. Okay. So do you think too, that a part of this is um, helping them detach with um, unhealthy habits um, as well as um, maybe finding that new um, passion or spark in life? An unhealthy habit is only a habit that nobody knew was unhealthy until somebody pointed it out. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's more like teaching them to understand that um, their mental habit habits can change if they shift their energy first. Mm -hmm. And so you can walk around and mantra things all day long, but at the end of the day, if your energy isn't reflecting that thing, it's not going to match and there will be dissonance. Yeah. And so it's really about taking that dissonance out and showing people, oh, you know, we have Wi-Fi everywhere. We have um, <clears throat> we have all of these cool tools and technologies everywhere that are very energy oriented that have been around for the past 20 years more. But the past 20 years in an obvious way for us. And um, and we're not having a conversation about energy. We're still talking about mindset. Oh, we're missing the mark. We're really missing the mark. The energy is you start shifting the energy first and things shift inside. Einstein actually said it he, mm -hmm. in all of his writings. If you look at some of his um, more practical, non-physics orient, oriented writings, he talks about energy being first. Mm -hmm. And and so it's really if we can get somebody to pay attention to, oh, it's not just like the five hour energy energy. If the you walk into a building or you walk around people and you feel icky, yeah, that not a, that's not good energy. Mm -hmm. That's what I call poopy energy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you walk around people who are make you feel good and the energy is better, then you're going to flourish more easily when the energy is better. So we create when I do events, we create a specific energy in the room and people are always like, I feel like I'm being hugged and it's like no other room I've ever been in. 
And it's because we make sure the energy is super cleaned out. That's awesome. That sounds really, really supportive of, of their path and everything. So that it makes sense to start with energy because every energy is everything. Um, so of course start there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I thank you again, uh, Siobhan for coming on today and, uh, sharing with us your journey and your message. And again, I think that's very important that you say like, you know, if you just help one person, you know, that's, that's what matters. And, uh, that's been my message with everything on my podcast. So, um, perfect for you to land here and be with us today. So thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, all right. So to finish this off, I ask every guest of mine, this quick fire round of three questions called fixed fucked breed. And so it's all about your personal healing or growth journey. So here we go. So the first question is, what is something that temporarily fixed you like a bandaid? It temporarily worked, but was not a long-term solution for you. Um, um, I would say, you know, the temporarily fixed pieces when, um, uh, you're in an environment that is, um, that you think you can take and you can fix your energy so much, but the environment just isn't supportive. You know, that's a temporary fix for sure. (laughs) And you can fix your energy. I can, you know, I'm the queen of, I got my energy great. But at the end of the day, if the environment is too funky energetically, it's still not going to (laughs) work. Yeah, that's true. You can try, but it doesn't work and it doesn't line up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then what is one thing that just fucked you over from the beginning? So it was not a solution to begin with in your healing or growth journey. Um, You know, I would say somebody who was a uh, president of one of our companies and uh, he, he ended up embezzling. And so, yeah, that was kind of not fun. That wasn't cool. <laughs> learned, right? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm, you know, is it a lesson learned? It's uh, his karma, not mine. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, we're able to solve it anyway. And the company's going to thrive no matter what. So it's like, eh, not my problem. <laughs> go. that's true we just we just had a year of unwinding his crap that's all <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> um okay so what is something that was overall freeing for you so what was something that completely freed you in your healing or growth journey uh freed me i would probably just say that getting sick misdiagnosed and nearly dying um you know my my husband died and then that happened and and it was really obvious that there was more than i was to be putting out into the world and that was uh pretty freeing i mean not free how everybody else would think about it but it was freeing and it, it helped a lot of people and so it's pretty freeing wow um you know going down you know if you want to talk about personal freedom yes yeah, deep and deep on the snow on the hills of the snow mountain. Yeah, that's freeing. Yeah. And I bet, you know, going through something as scary as it was, and I'm sure, you know, if there's a listener who can relate going through something that was, you know, really traumatic or really scary coming out of it and looking back on it going, wow, like, I'm kind of thankful that I went through that because it brought me to where I am today. And so I'm assuming that's kind of what happened for you. 
it was really clear when when I was given the news about all of that, both of those, and it was really clear that, yeah, there is something more that is afoot and just stick with it because it's going to reveal itself. And it was, and it's, that's all I do. Stick with it. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you for sharing again, Siobhan. Thank you for being here today and I wish you the best and hopefully we'll chat more in the future. Thanks, Lori. Appreciate it. Wow, what an incredible message. Thank you again for being with me on the Healing Compass podcast today. Refer to the episode description for all of the links and information regarding my guest, as well as my link tree and how to get in touch with me. I'm your host, Lori Crow, aka Sway. Until next time, be the energy you want to attract. You're beautiful, you matter, and you have all that you need. Be well.